This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Well, all right. Uh, my name is Rich Keith. I have a lot of emotions. And joining me right now is Romanoff Von Domanoff, as he always does. Davey Eyeballs. It's the... Uh, all hail the king of ginger ale. Uh, Davey, dare I ask, how are you? I'm, I don't know anymore. I'm just so emotionally drained and just spent and just, it's been a weekend, man. We did Game of Thrones last night and I just, oh, I didn't want to talk too much about it during that live thing, which was a, an incredible success, might I add. Yes, it was. For despite us, incre- all yeah. of the technical difficulties early on, we are doing YouTube uh, live reaction following these Game of Thrones episodes. Yep. So it was good. But this was just, as I think where you were headed, it's such an overwhelming weekend. Like for dorks like us, it's oh my God. the most anticipated TV show, the most anticipated movie franchise. And second ha- well, the second most. No, the franchise. The franchise. <laughs> yeah, the franchise. The yeah, 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 the yeah, movie, yeah. The movie, I understand, is the second for 2019. Yeah. But just to have them essentially back to back and like the weight of both of them. Oh, man. I, mean, I, know it's, I know it's dorky or nerdy or whatever, but that's what we are. And it's just like space these things out a little bit like it's hard to grasp because i'm like watching Endgame and like in the back of my mind i'm like man what's gonna happen on thrones and then as i'm watching thrones i'm like wait so what does this mean from Endgame? like it was just one of those things where i was constantly going back and forth and the thing with Endgame, like i'm still not over some of the things that happened in Endgame. so like to to pile on what happened in game of thrones last night it was just like jesus christ it's a lot. But, it's a yeah. lot to unpack. And I know probably everybody has already seen it. And if you listen to this, you've already seen it. We will still mm-hmm. do some spoiler-free stuff at the beginning. But I think, Ryan, just to get some semblance of normalcy back in yes. our life, yep. let's just do, albeit a very brief and quick, This Week in Dork. Sure. First, I just want to make it clear that uh, we are covering Game of Thrones like no other podcast. No Nobody. podcast talks about Game of Thrones. We're no, probably none. doing it. They're halfway through the season. Our full reaction uh, to The Long Night, which ended up being the name of the episode, not The Battle of Winterfell. But that's available on YouTube. It's also available on the podcast format here on Dork. Um, without giving anything away, so if maybe people are taking their time for that and want to circle back, now that you've had a little bit more time to think about it on a scale from zero to six, what mm-hmm. would you give just that one episode? A five. I was thinking the same thing actually, because mm-hmm. I know a lot, it was really polarizing. Like just from like the chat that we had going last night, it yep. seemed like people would have either given it like a six or a two. Like people were yeah. all over the map on it. Yeah. And I think, I think one, one of the big knocks and I think I, I went on the internet today just to see what people were thinking. Cause we did it immediately after, but people complaining about the 
how dark like it, it was not dark, dark yeah. not dark in terms of tone but dark like you couldn't see anything like, like me the playing Friday the 13th yeah like you Remember can't that? see anything I could yeah. I was like running into doors and like just <laughs> open it I'm like I can't see it I, I, I can't do anything <laughs> yeah. so yeah it was really dark and yeah. uh yeah so that's one of the complaints but anyway we'll have more on on Game of Thrones a couple of other things Ryan both were trailers prior to Endgame mm-hmm. one was Men in Black International with Thor and Valkyrie in there yeah is this a theater movie for you? Do you have any interest in this at all? None, none. Unless this movie comes in hot with like no, over 90s on Rotten Tomatoes for both audience and critics, yeah. I'm not going to see it in the theater. Um, it just doesn't move. It you. Doesn't no, it doesn't. It doesn't move me either. Yep. Not not in a good way. Uh, also, Dark Phoenix. They have been trying to shove Dark Phoenix down our throats. <laughs> Am I crazy thinking that it kind of looks all right? Uh, yeah, you're crazy. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I, you know, you, normally we are we are uh, simpatico on yes. this on this podcast, but I'm I am even though we have this in the movie draft, I am all the way out on this. I think this looks terrible. I'm just happy that it's actually going to be released. Like, oh yeah, the, did, didn't they try to put it on like Hulu or something? There, there was talks that it might yeah. not make it to the big screen, but it's going to yeah. be in the big screen. It's going to so be on the big screen. Um, uh, it's clear to me, even if, even from the trailer that. Even from the trailer, and even if you see like ten percent of the movie in the trailer, that Jennifer Lawrence is just mailing this in. Like doesn't she wants nothing to doesn't, do with this. Doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Sansa though, Sansa could be good. She could be good. Um, yeah. the, she might be on a bit of a heater after this yeah. one. So people might go to see that just because she's in it and she's been doing such a good job on Game of Thrones. But mm. we'll see. The uh, other bit of news: uh, Jeopardy has become must-watch. I don't know if you've oh, noticed yeah. this. Gentleman. Oh, I'm following. This guy is awesome. This guy's he insane. is electric. Now, I don't think he's cheating. Do do you think he's cheating? I don't think so. Um, I think he's just uh, like I don't know how he's doing it, but I'm fascinated. And like when remember was it Ken Jennings was the he's like yes. the all time champion. He won um, seventy four in a row, and he's just like like I, I had little less interest in that because he was such kind of like a nerd. Yeah, he would just win, but it was. He just played the game like any other person would play the game. Whereas this, this guy been, yeah. is reckless. Like he it's, goes, oh my god! He does all like the thousand dollar ones first, or two thousand mm-hmm. dollar ones first. He seeks out the daily doubles. He'll it's all true daily doubles. Yeah, all true daily shit. doubles. Same with like Final Jeopardy. He's going yeah. crazy, and then sometimes he'll throw out like random numbers. Like he'll have like fifteen grand, and he'll be like nine thousand one hundred eighteen, and they're like, and Trebek's like, okay. <laughs> fine i can't argue with it it's one of those things it's only it's not crazy if it works you know no, he he's it, it's obviously working for him yeah. so that's that's all the news i got ryan let's quickly get to some of your news here all right it's time for davy's video game minute even if it takes more than a minute Well, so the one thing I want to bring up today, so Fortnite is doing an Avengers crossover now. Remember, they did the Infinity War one where you could play as Thanos. And this yes. Avengers, I mean, uh, Fortnite is just the game that won't go away. Um, I was reading an article that Apex viewers on Twitch has been cut 75% over the last month. Like, people just aren't. Really? So it kind of burned and hot. For, and, and, Fortnite's, of... and Fortnite's back up. So this game just won't go hmm. away. Um, and one of the things they've done, it's a kind of like a 20 on 20 uh, battle royale where like you're on the uh, Thanos team or you're one of the heroes teams. Okay. So you okay. can get Hawkeye's bow. You can get the repulsor rays, the Iron Man repulsor rays. You can get cap shield and you can wield Stormbreaker. There you go. And then if you're okay. on the if you're on the Cathori side, if you get all six Infinity Stones, you become Thanos again. OK, so and, uh, 
all the heroes have like three times the health and yada yada yada. So people are, it's pretty good, and I think I think that's a great tie-in. And as um, this isn't spoilery, but there is a a little tip of the cap to Fortnite in Absolutely. Avengers Endgame. Absolutely. Um, so and that's that's pretty much it. The other thing I would say, so Days Gone came out for Sony. It's a PlayStation exclusive game, which people was, uh, did a lot of hype for. But I guess it's just kind of okay, kind of stinks. Oh, which all is right. Which is a rare miss from Sony. This yeah. game had a lot of uh, a lot of hype going towards it, but just it's just an okay game. But that's it. Mm. I, wanna, I don't, I don't want to talk anything about okay. it. I just want to do this. And get this okay, right. I, dare I even ask? Are you ready for the topic du jour? I'm not. I never have been. Never will be. Well, the topic this. is actually it's the topic of the day, and it's brought to you by Manasol Artisanal Edibles Company in Santa Cruz, California. They yeah. use organic, sun-grown flowers to make full melt cold water extract by hand and infuse it into small batch organic edibles, making their products the highest, cleanest quality available all across California very soon. Manasol Solventless Organic Uncompromising Local. I like awesome. that. I, I love it. I love it. So our top, uh, it, it's Avengers Endgame today, Ryan. This film, three hours, one minute long. Last check, this could have moved 96% Rotten Tomatoes by the critics, 93% by the audience, and breaking every kind of box office record you could you could possibly ask. What is it, $1.2 billion in the first weekend? Yeah. Yeah. So based off of those numbers, I assume all of you have seen it. The question mm-hmm. is, have you seen it multiple times? Not yet. However, I will. However, no, not not you. I'm saying like the listener. I'm, I'm going sure. to. Okay, fine. Cheapers. <laughs> You're not mad at me. All right. So what we're going to do is we're still going to do uh, spoiler free to begin. Um, even though, again, I know most of you have already seen it. So again, non-spoilers, Ryan, let me ask you simply, did you like it? Oh, God. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I did. did. Yeah, I, I did. Uh-huh. I did. I did too. Yeah. I, yeah, did I was too. just about yeah. to ask you. I, I know you were wondering. I was about to ask you. I did very much yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think, Ryan, of the story of the film? I think if there's one downfall um, of this, and I will get into it when we get into spoilers, the story is a little muddy to start. It's a little I think, bit. Yes. And we'll get into it in spoilers why yeah. the story can be tricky. I think you're mm-hmm. kind of, again, based off of Infinity War and then what you were setting yourself up for, oh, up to, and w- how you were going to do it, the story mm-hmm. was going to be a little kind of, you know, on the, on the fence at times. Uh, another thing I thought at times may have suffered because the story needed to be set up the way that it was yeah. is I don't think there was as much action as you might have no. anticipated. There should have been more action, a little bit more action. That's 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 yeah. my nitpick is if you go back to rewatch this, again, a three-hour movie, you get through about an hour and let me know how much action there was. You know, for so many superheroes, so many powers, so many things, like how much did you really see? And I think it was just because they had so much to get to and so much to finish up. Absolutely. What what about the comedy? Uh, Surprisingly good. I thought there was there was moments that it was and for such a heavy, heavy movie. um, It needed it and it did it well. Um, The the parts that were funny were funny enough that like it took your mind off kind of what was happening. And um, so I thought it was very well done. Uh, the use of the characters, this was kind of an interesting one because I thought a handful of characters, which we'll get to, really shined. And then others, you know, depending on who your favorite character was, you might have come away a little bit more disappointed. Whereas in Infinity War, 
whoever your favorite character was, as long as they were in the movie, they did something, either had a line or did like an action sequence or something where you're like, oh, that was sweet. Whereas in this movie, it was more kind of dominated by a handful of guys. Yeah, and like I think you said, like in Infinity War, one of the beauties of Infinity War is everybody got their due. Like everyone got their like 10, 15 minutes of like, this is who this character is. Um, And I think what this does is it sent, like you said, the nucleus of this is, six characters basically and and their journey for 21 movies up until this point yeah um, and how it works out for them um and so some people kind of fall by the wayside we'll talk about we'll go through all the characters i'm mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. um but some of them kind of get dusted and no pun intended but <laughs> no pun intended but as they, it they, were yes. as it were um but uh yeah i think it wasn't at the end it wasn't about them you know? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And again, really going to show you how 22 movies and how important like all of them were. Like it did a good job. And like mm-hmm. I'm not going to go revisionist history and say, oh, it was 22 great movies because it wasn't. No, it like, wasn't. I, we're all it excited wasn't. about it now. But early on, there was more misses than hits if you're really looking back on it. And compared to the bar that they set for themselves. Like yep. You go back to Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, The Incredible Hulk, even the first Captain America – these weren't unbelievable movies since then though, they have really raised their game. And so with that, where would, as as it stands right now, one viewing in through out of the 22 movies, where would you rank this on the Ryan Davy big board? See, this is, this is tough because I feel like this movie is such, such a great culmination of all of the movies. Yeah. But if I had to sit down and be like, you know, James Gunn, Sean Gunn. Yep. Head to um, dick. Yep. Head to dick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have to watch one Marvel. I don't know if I'm picking this in my top three. So I, it's funny you say that. I have it right now third. It's on the podium. Yep. It's getting a bronze medal. I'm still going Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, number one with a bullet for me. Yep. I actually slightly preferred Infinity War. I want Infinity War 2, Endgame 3. I like that. I'm I'm with that. That's where um, I'm at right now. I think there's plenty of others that you can make an argument for. But to me, it's almost like you, you can't really look at this as a standalone movie in a sense. Because so much of it – and same with Infinity War. Like you needed all these other movies to make those make sense or to have like the weight right. that they did. Yeah. And so based on that and knowing how difficult it is, not just in movies – like ending trilogy. Like nobody ends 22 movies for Christ's sakes. This is, no. this is never going to happen again. No, but you know, ending a trilogy or more importantly, how many times have we seen a TV show, a series end? And you're like, well, that was the ending. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? No. And I think, and I was talking to so, uh, a, a, a child about this the other day and they yes. were like, well, it's really not that big a deal. I'm like, you have to think of like, think of like movie trilogies you've seen and how people struggle. Like for and I brought up the mate, look at the matrix. That was three oh. movies. Yeah. And look at the struggle of continuity over three movies. Matrix and the, couldn't and do like, it. And the Matrix couldn't do it. Godfather um, 3 was Godfather so Godfather couldn't do it. Like Even Dark Knight the, Rises, I thought, was the was a little bit of a spot. letdown. Yeah, and, it was. And, you're, and you're messing with like continuities and like all those movies. 22 movies over 11 years. Like that is never going to happen yeah. again. Again. No, like, no that's it's definitely not. Fascinating. I also think that they really did take some chances too. And I think right now we're looking at it like, Oh, Marvel did everything perfectly. But in reality, they tried launching an inhumans show. First it was going to be an inhumans movie. Then it was going to be a show and that fizzled. And yet they were able to keep going. But I go back to a couple of movies. If guardians of the galaxy 
ended up being a bomb. And yep. if uh, Ant-Man ended up being a bomb, they have to do things so differently. And they, right. they either don't do Infinity War slash Endgame or it just looks so different because I think those movies were the real surprises of the whole MCU. And and I think... I don't think they surprised Kevin Feige. I think I don't oh think God. they. I, I think he knew, and I think I can't praise that entire team enough, um, because Jesus Christ, like that—that yeah. that was it was so. Take what you want away from the things that people didn't like about the movie that you can go on like Twitter yeah. and find out what people didn't like about it. But like to me, like those didn't matter. Like, and we'll get no. to what matters in a second. And like to me, but, um, wow. Just, let's, just a, yeah, let's, I, I can't, I can't let's say unveil, Let's yeah. unveil the hashtag dork scores, Ryan. Mm-hmm. What, what would you give this on a very fittingly score or a scale of zero to six? Six. I'm going six as well. And I'm going, dare I say, uh, rock hard six. Rock hard six. And yeah. um, I, I, we're going to get some grief from that, but I, I, That's I, right. I will enjoy the opportunity to explain myself. But right now it's a rock hard six for me. And there's no end credits here, and no. I, I debated on whether or not that'd be a spoiler or not. But just it does, it's not going to take anything away from the movie. There's no end credits. There is like an actor role kind of at the end, which is cool, um, which is super cool. Which I stayed for, even yep. though I saw like a really late showing, and I stayed for mm-hmm. that. So anything else? Not so obvious. So I'm not even going to ask the question: Is it a theater movie? The question that we rarely get a chance to ask is: Is it a second and third time in the theater movie? It is an absolutely. If you see this movie on a 50 inch, 55 inch TV in your home other than having a home theater like if you just yeah. you are doing yourself a immense disservice like this is one of this is what movie theaters are made for and what they are made to do you need to see this in the in the best screen the best sound you can possibly see and there's so many like i haven't gone back unfortunately i haven't had time between thrones and bruins and celtics mm-hmm. and then even a couple there was like a couple of showtimes i could have gone to and the two theaters near me over the weekend both sold out obviously yeah. so i'm going to try to get there actually we have more tickets to give away so if you want to go to it we'll try to circle back to that or we'll tweet them out later we'll try to give away some more tickets to this but it's also one of those movies because it's 3 hours it's easy to kind of forget certain parts you know mm-hmm. like yeah. so um, we're going to we're going to try to unpack all of this i'm sure we're going to leave some stuff out i was also thinking that this is just going to be a a number of you guys have already emailed and tweeted us but this episode just going to be me and davy's thoughts i'm thinking we do a separate episode reacting to questions and answering stuff and all that stuff so yeah i know i would love yeah i would love to get other people's input and ask i would love to do a q a about this and um because even that like it's so big like you said you're gonna have to see it a bunch of times we're gonna have to do multiple podcasts because we're gonna forget Oh yeah, 100%. 100%. We're going to forget certain things because it's just, it's a lot. And I would say that it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's, it's not only is it three hours. First of all, the three hours hummed by. Oh my God. I didn't I was like, no. Hummed by. Like the the screen went black and I was like, what? Like people (laughs) were worried about peeing and stuff. Like I didn't want to leave my feet. Didn't even notice. It's funny because Hellboy was two hours and I looked at my phone like seven times. You felt every minute of it. <laughs> this was three hours. And I'm like, yeah. what did I miss a chunk? Did they take a bunch of it out? <laughs> All right. So let's go to spoilers, spoilers, sure. spoilers, spoilers. First off, you had a little bit of an incident there with one of your students. What, what happened here? Okay. So what happened was a, a student of mine actually, I will say spoiled in quotation marks. He spoiled the movie for me. Um, we were in class and I wrote this thing. I sent you a text. I wrote this yeah. thing on the board. I was like, I'm seeing it tonight. I'm seeing it with my wife. No, I haven't seen it. No, I don't want to hear about it. Blah, 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 blah. And so he starts bringing it up. Like he starts talking about like all of 
you know, his friends saw it and blah, blah, blah. And like what they thought and all the kids are in class are like, dude, stop, like, stop. Yeah, like enough. we're seeing it tonight, like enough. And he's like, what? And he goes just like this. So this is how this happened. Cause it's hard to explain like over text to you and whatever. Yeah. So he goes like, what, what's the big deal? Like, great. 21 movies. Great. 11 years. Fine. Oh, Hulk dies. Big deal. And uh, the whole, the whole room goes like dead silent. Oh, and like, but first so, of all, he's wrong. He's wrong. Well, that's he's the thing, but like, at the time, still, like no, none of us know. knew. You don't know. And by the way, that's such shit too, because you he, he saw it on Thursday, yes. which is now like the new Friday, or at least it has been for a while. No, he Most didn't. People, he didn't see it. Oh, he did. Well, clearly he didn't because he his lied friend, about that. Yeah, his friends saw it. So like Got he it. was telling what his friends were talking. He's like, oh, big, so what? Hulk dies. Like he, and it wasn't, and I, I said it over text. I'm like, he wasn't in the legal system. This was like negligent. It was, it was like manslaughter. Yes. It wasn't yeah, murder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we're all sitting there and we're just like, and he's like, what, what? And we're like, dude. So I like it was bad, but it turned out it wasn't it wasn't true. So it wasn't like, even true. It wasn't even true. So the whole so, the whole thing, I'm pissed. I'm waiting for Hulk, Professor Hulk to die <laughs> the entire movie, and then he didn't die. Well, so, if that's if that's manslaughter, first degree murder would be LaShawn McCoy. Oh yeah. Fucking dickhead. Buffalo Bills running back LaShawn McCoy tweets out right after seeing the movie. And again, he saw it like Friday afternoon. So yeah. even if you tweeted that out now, it'd be a spoiler. But before the weekend is insane. Like that's brutal. He tweeted out in all caps, R.I.P. Tony Stark, and he spelled Tony wrong. What do you spell with him? Like Tony, Tony, Tony? Like with an I? T-O-N-E-Y, I believe. Oh, my God. And then he did like two more and got video, and people were just crushing him for it. And they were so, so mad at him. I think he's just stupid. I don't think he he's stupid. to be like the, the no, spoiler. He's I, was just saying, I was explaining on the radio today, there's two kinds of people who spoil movies. There's the one that... They just hate themselves so much that they don't want anybody else to have any kind of enjoyment. Yep. And it's like a way of like, it's a self-loathing kind of thing. Yeah. And they're like, you're like, I don't find enjoyment in anything like you do. So I'm going to try to ruin yours. Right. Then there's also just the idiot. Just idiot. Who doesn't realize, like he probably thought he was like, oh, let's talk about this. And you're like, no, idiot. We haven't all seen it yet. Yep. Like, I think it's like sort of a mistake. So just to put a button on my story. So the student who did that, um, I have in my classroom, um, I call it the shame helmet. It's a it's a of hockey course. helmet, yeah, with the big letter "shame" written on yeah. it. And the student asked if he could wear the shame helmet in class as punishment. Well, I didn't make him wear it, but I said, "You, ab- yeah, you're going to wear the shame <laughs> helmet today." And by yeah. the way, you just got an F in this class, so <laughs> yeah, sucks. Good sucks luck to you. Yeah, good luck. All right, Ryan, let's 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 hop in. Let's hop yeah, in. Let's, and let's I say the, the right. best way to stretch. do it is, to the best of my knowledge, this is like mm-hmm. sort of my memory at play here. We'll go through the movie. And then we can comment on it throughout. And then at the end, I have some other questions and follow-ups and things like that. Sure. But we'll just live reaction. So mm-hmm. right away, you see what ha- happened to Hawkeye. Because again, famously, Hawkeye, Ant-Man were not in Infinity War. Yep. So we find out with Ant-Man at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then Hawkeye, we get this here. And so it's he, it's his wife, Linda Cardellini, and their mm-hmm. three kids shooting the old bows and arrows. My first question would be, who wants mayo on their hot dog? Who gets mayo on their hot dog? I need to know who in that family gets mayo on their hot dog because that's – What are we doing? You deserve, you deserve the snap if yeah. you're putting mayo on your hot dog. But you I'll tell you that. what. I knew we were out to a great start because when Hawkeye turns around and you just see the dust of his daughter and then him running around outside, chills. I immediately got It was chills. an absolute gut punch. And uh, my wife was in tears in the first three minutes of the movie. And you knew it was going to happen. Yep. Like, you knew it was going to surprise. And that's the thing. You knew, but you just didn't. He did that so well. I got chills thinking about it right now. 
and just and like, like the way they did it too, where it wasn't like so in your face, but if you looked for it, you see the dust of his daughter. Yeah, and then he runs around like like he kind of knows obviously something horrible has mm-hmm. happened, and it's just faint. It's just like you can yeah. barely see it. Um, which which is amazing, but it's clear to me not not to take the piss out of it, but it's clear to me that Hawkeye has a favorite daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has well, a no, favorite kid. Well, it's favorite kid. Yeah, he has a favorite kid. Well, he's like, got the two sons, but he's teaching yeah. her. Yeah, but then and she's they, clearly his favorite. They cut immediately to Dear Mr. Fantasy by Traffic. Perfect oh. song. Per- I, I wish I could play it, but fucking copyright, I can't. Copyright, because, you know, the law. Um, my man Steve Winwood taking you home. I was like, oh. that, and like that reminded me of like the, because Gar- like Guardians of the Galaxy always hit the perfect song at the perfect time. Yep. And we haven't always seen that in all the other MCU movies. Like Black Panther had a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Ragnarok had a good soundtrack. But this, right out of the gate, I was like, man, we are in for a film here. And it was just, like I said, just a gut punch that set yeah. the tone for like the entire the entire movie. Oh, know? it was perfect. And then you jump to Iron Man and Nebula uh, trapped together playing a little paper football. Which he's, paper. I lo- and it was nice, like in, in the the awfulness of that to kind of break it up and to have him trying to teach her how to play a game. And he's like, Hey, you won. And she's yeah. like, I want to do it again. You like, know, she's impossible for her to have fun. Like, and at like all. humanizing Nebula, like some of the most that we've seen too. Like we don't yeah. normally see her in, in this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what I also like too, is the Captain Marvel end credit scene was not a scene from the movie. It was a scene like for the movie. Yes. Like with, with them, with like yep. they didn't waste any time. Not that it was a waste of time; it was a cool scene. But the um, the the beeper, and then all yep. of a sudden, or the pager, or whatever that was, mm-hmm. and, and like that scene, we've already seen it. So like, why put it in there again? Because then the next thing yep. you know, uh, Captain Marvel saves Iron Man and Nebula, and like brings them back down to to meet up the Avengers. So like, yeah. that was pretty sweet. And as they were like about to die, essentially, like they'd been yeah. up there for three weeks. Right. And I think it's, it speaks to, and people who had a like, well, how did she find them? Like she clearly was talking to people that were like with or knew where they were going. So she yeah. knew where to start. So like, yeah, it might've taken her three weeks to find them, but she, she eventually did, you know, um, as only she can. But uh, like you said, I love the fact that, and this was the beauty of this movie. And I was dying to talk to you about, and I'm glad we're into spoilers. Now it was the little things like that. It was the little things like, Everything mattered. Oh yeah, everything yeah, in twenty one movies movies mattered. Every every single thing, and like they call back even like the bad movies. They they like call back and right. like give more even more weight to them. Yeah, like the fact that this movie made it made me want to go watch the Dark World again. Yeah, is genius. <laughs> yeah, like, I, right. like oh, I got to go watch that again because like it had all of those things because I didn't remember, you know, how he reacted. When oh, Rene yeah. Russo's character, when his mother died, like, like that was like, like Reality Stone being yeah. in Jane Foster and all yeah. that other stuff. I didn't remember any of that. No, that was that was good. Now, yeah. does this help a little bit? Because I was always wondering, like, why didn't they call Captain Marvel sooner? And like, how did they explain that away? And like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they really did. But so they ask her when they're in like the Avengers uh, place. They're like, "Where have you been?" And she says, "There's a lot of other planets in the galaxy, and they don't all have you guys." Yeah. So, so that kind of helps answering that a little bit. Yeah, like she's like, the, even so, maybe Nick Fury did call her at times. We just didn't see it, and she's like, "Yeah, you guys have a team. We're out here. We got. I'm doing this myself, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm taking care of the rest of the galaxy myself. Yeah, and right. you're just like whatever, like down here. You're in one, and it, it the scope of this, um, 
how big this actually was because you've like why are all the superheroes american and why does this stuff only happen in america like what about the rest of the world not yeah, only yeah. the rest of the world what about the rest of the universe so now yeah. we're dealing with the whole universe and she's exactly. dealing with that herself and, and then, she says at one point she's like you might not see me for a while because i'm cleaning all of this up i thought that was kind of a cop-out i thought that was one of those ones where like i don't think they knew exactly how to use her because she is so powerful, right. and she also just teamed up. And when they were filming the movie, they didn't know how successful Captain Marvel was going to be. So that's right. also kind of a reality here. So it's kind of like with Infinity War, like Black Panther. Like exactly they didn't right. know how good or how much people were going to care about that character. Yeah, going into that movie, you and know? Then they, they both are like two of the most popular characters, right. as it turns out. Yeah. So then you get uh, the remaining. Avengers, they track down Thanos, which is pretty sweet. So, like, Nebula is like, I know exactly where he's going to be because he's always, mm-hmm. he won't shut up about it. And then, so they get there, they find out that he used the stones to destroy the stones. Right. And so you see him, he's all a mess and he's like talking shit to him. And then Thor just cuts his head off, just cuts it and like, just so. And even like Rocket, Rocket's like, what did you do? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, because they're like, this guy could have at least, like, he might have been lying. Like, we could have gotten the information we needed out of him. And so now it just seems like, yeah, they killed Thanos, but it doesn't matter. Because the world is still missing. Or the galaxy is still missing. I think in in the character of Thor being so broken after that, he's like, well, it doesn't, it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, like, he he thought he was going to get some big satisfaction out of that and then didn't. And then I'll tell you, a surprise for me, and this was... This was intense. And when it was just on the screen, when they went five years later. Yeah. Cause you're like, all right. So now you're, they're living in it. Like these people have yep. experienced this kind. Of, and I was, I go back to the leftovers, my, one of my favorite shows of all hey, time. Sure. Sure. But they lost 2% of the population. In mm-hmm. that story, 2% disappears. This is 50%. And everybody that survived that lives for another five years. Crazy. Yeah. Well, Crazy. it's not only, it's not fifty percent of the pop. It's fifty percent of all living, living things. Oh yeah, dogs, cats. Yeah. So that's when when the, the, the people good. come back and you hear like birds. Yeah. Like that would be like that was the first thing I thought. Like oh my god, the birds are back. Yeah. Right. Like you all know? of a sudden you double the double the amount of birds. So yeah. then Ant Man escapes out of the quantum realm. And again, I go back to if the Ant Man or Ant Man and the Wasp isn't very good, like this whole movie is only works because of Pym particles and the yeah. quantum realm. It's and what's crazy. crazy is when we reviewed Ant Man and the Wasp, I re- went back and listened to that, and we're like, well, it was just good, like a good palate cleanser yeah. from like oh. Infinity War to whatever. Like it's just good to like get blah blah blah. But now you're like, oh shit! Like no, everything that happened to the, the key, it, yeah. it matters. Like that whole movie mattered. Well, and I think that so the main characters obviously in this one were the six original Avengers. Mm-hmm. But if somebody else was close, well, maybe Nebula too, but Ant Man. Ant Man was so important. He's the one that pitches time travel. He's the one that pitches right. the time heist. And without and without Ant Man and the Wasp, remember we were talking about how like the quantum whatever, like it was annoying that they kept like talking yeah. about it and like yeah. he didn't really understand it. But it's important for them for Scott Lang to have a rudimentary understanding of like what that how that works yes in order for this to work right like he can't come out of the quantum realm and be like well i don't, I don't really know how it works they just put me in there and like whatever yeah. like he, he understands a, now how it works he understands a bit not obviously as much as hank pym or or mm. janet would would know but like he has an idea and he's like yeah they're like oh that must have been a long five years for you he's like no it's five hours 
Yeah, I was in there for five I hours. Like, I was yeah. in there for five hours, which is nuts. So then all of a sudden, there's and there's a couple of scenes in the movie where they're just rattling off all these time travel movies, and there's like it's like Back to the Future, it's like yeah. Hot Tub Time Machine, it's like all these like <laughs> that's all of our knowledge about it. Because like you're not gonna say Time Machine, are you? Like no. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's a time a, machine. It's a time uh, machine. Um, and this is what I think people had the biggest problem with was the continuity of like how time travel actually works. And yeah. one of the one of the unintentional bits of humor that I I found enjoyable was that nobody understands really how it works. Like even Hulk, no. like even Professor Hulk is like, well, I like he couldn't figure it out. He come he comes across as not that smart. Uh, well, he says several times, like, this isn't what I do. Like, yeah, yeah I'm a scientist true. and I kind of, but I do with like radiation and I deal with like theoretical physics and what, but I don't really know time travel. Don't I don't really know how this works. So they, they obviously, they first turn to Iron Man, who's a family mm-hmm. man. Now you find out that he's with Pepper Potts and they have a daughter. And then I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking my head. Cause I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. But do you yeah. think Iron Man figured out how to use it? I understand it's a three-hour movie. You had to wrap it up. You couldn't have him just like miss it. But like for, and I guess he wouldn't have known about the quantum realm, but he figured it out real quick. Well, I think again, this is this is kind of like the Game of Thrones thing. Like you don't know how much time passed between their meeting with like him. It's like you could stay for lunch if you don't if you don't talk shop, and then yeah, him figuring. Out. I don't think it was that night. I think maybe like a week maybe, or two had passed. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Where but, he's just like working on it and thinking about it because there's this unbelievable scene. And I'm just going to say this right now. And this might be a hot take. Go, like go I know it. I know that wearing a cape and like having a costume kind of eliminates you out of contention for this. But I honestly believe that this is some of the best acting that Robert Downey Jr. has ever done. Like yeah, I, he I was so, yeah. incredible, so. incredible in this movie. I think I think um, last movie too, and I know they filmed him back to back. But I think the stuff with him and Spider Man and Infinity War, even some mm-hmm. more of it with him and his daughter in this one, and yep. with Pepper Potts in this one, and the little times with Spider Man too. I thought he was great. I mean, that's one of the, incredible. That's really one of like the sneaky things about <clears throat> the MCU is the quality of actors that they have gotten to be in these movies. Yeah, and I like think Brie the was like, let's just grab an Oscar winner and throw her in now. Yeah, like how you many? Uh, I think we did it. Like how many Oscar winners oh, a, you have in million. this movie? Yeah, it's a million. You know, even like with like screenwriters like John Favreau, who like won. Yeah. they won for uh, they won something for Swingers, right? Swingers, yeah, yeah. I think they did probably writing or whatever. Yeah, so like it's just it's incredible to me like how overlooked that gets because of the spectacle, because of how like what's going on on the screen that it's easy to get lost. But unbelievable stuff. So after Iron Man turns him down initially. They go to Professor Hulk, and they have the scene in the diner. This, from some of the people I've talked to, including my guy Wiggy at mm-hmm. uh, at WEEI, he loves Hulk. He loves crazy, irrational, screaming, pounding stuff. Hulk. Yeah. He is not a fan of Professor Hulk. So this is one of those characters, like just like Infinity War. If you're a huge Hulk fan, mm-hmm. you might be a little disappointed. I actually kind of en- I enjoy Professor Hulk. Yeah, but I. I can understand how it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. And it's one of those things where you want him to go fucking berserk and just like ruin everything. Like you wanted him to punch Thanos in the face and really mm-hmm. get him. Right. And that Hulk isn't there, you know? No, and it was, it was great when they showed the scene from, was it 2004? It was no 2014, 14, right, 14 yeah, yeah, yeah. with Avengers and him. You had like the one Hulk going crazy and him like jumping on a car and smushing somebody. And then it pan and like you, you look at, he's, 
Bruce Banner's like slowly taking his shirt off. Yeah. He's like, and like yeah, throwing. Uh, like, that like, was actually pretty funny. But to have him like side by side like that was actually yeah. really was really funny. The uh, the trials on Ant Man were pretty good. Where he comes back as like a baby. He comes back as like <laughs> yeah. And like when when Hulk's just like yeah, you're all set. Like you know we don't want you to, like disappear or whatever. And then Black Widow's like hell, he's joking. He's like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. He's like well, well like, the line of the movie somebody peed my pants. Yeah. Was one no. of my. <laughs> That was pretty good. One of the best action scenes. Oh, we, we talked about how there wasn't like a lot of action. So mm-hmm. cut to we get a good look at Ronan. Yes. And I also love the setup to Ronan too, because they were talking about, you know, there's like these cartels like are all yeah. just getting wiped out. And mm-hmm. War Machine and Black Widow know exactly who it is, but like they, they yeah. gotta they gotta track this guy down. And they eventually do. But that was some of the best stuff. Like Ronan with like the swords and everything. Like yeah. that was sick. I think he got cheated a little bit too because his motivation for doing this was like one line. And I think it was yeah. said in Japanese, which <laughs> which it kind of not that against anything about the Japanese language, which right. I love, but like the fact that he said every, like half the population got disappeared and you got to stay. Uh, and like so and that, that was, was like his whole motivation is like all this happened point. to my family and you scumbags are still here. Yeah. Like I can't stand. And that was his whole motivation for the thing. And like, Love I thought it. that was great. Like yeah, I thought that was like the perfect Punisher. motivation for it. Yeah. yeah. He's basically the Punisher now. Yeah. Just, awesome. like, yeah. A Punisher with swords and bows and arrows instead of yeah. guns. Like it was, that was sweet. Mm-hmm. So that was a good scene. And then, so they're all splitting up. They're looking for the rest of the team. So Hulk and rocket. Yeah. Going to great team. Thor. Great team, by the way. First of all, great Hulk rocket, bringing those yeah. guys together. When they go and find Thor, one of the great reveals of the whole movie, fat Thor. I love Fat Thor. Fat Thor's amazing. And yeah. he's hanging out with Korg and Meek. Thank God. Thank we God. Are here. We, we got, got our guy. Go, Korg yeah. and Meek. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because like you don't know they're there because you know they're looking for Thor and they're going around the house and they're kind of like, Thor, they're like look calling for him. And then he, they they talk to Fat, they see Fat Thor. Amazing. And then all of a sudden you hear the voice like off screen and they oh. pan over and they're like sitting on the fucking couch playing video games. Playing Fortnite. Unbe- playing Fortnite. Unbelievable. Playing Fortnite. Korg Unbelievable. goes. Uh, beers in the bucket. Feel free to sign into the Wi-Fi. <laughs> like un- I can't do a cord, but unbelievable. And then he's like, uh, "Thor, he's back." He's Fucking called me a dickhead. <laughs> noob Master sixty nine. And then Thor screams at him. And then Cord takes the headset back and goes, "Thank you, Thor." <laughs> he's like, "He's back. He's calling me a dickhead." He's he's going that. That could not have been better. We were mm. praying for Korg and Meek. And, and Meek's we got just him. in there eating pizza. With was he eating pizza like out of several holes? Like he had like several yeah. mouths, I think. Yeah, he was just eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys, they need a show where it's just they like do. them in that house. It's like, so that's good. The, yeah. They're just playing for Like he's got the, Korg with the headset on playing and then <laughs> Meek's just watching him. Yeah. Oh pizza. my God. Eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rocket tells Thor that he looks like melted ice cream. Which also, is, I, I, I think I'm going to start using that, which that's is great. A, that's a good burn. Yeah. All right, so then this is this is pretty cool. So the <laughs> Avengers are now, they decided they're going to do the time heist and they're going to seek out all of the stones because they realize as a group, they all have experience with them or at least know where they would be at certain times. Yes. And then obviously they need the pin particles. So that's obviously very important as well. But one of my other favorite scenes of the entire movie is when they're in the conference room and like they're up there like talking about where the stones are and yep. Thor gets up and it's like he's doing a book report and he's like <laughs> describing that he's like, hi, I'm Thor. Like they all already know who he is. <laughs> and then he's describing what the reality stone is. And he's like, and then there were these dark elves. Ooh. And he's like, here's Jane Foster. She's an old flame of mine. And everyone's <laughs> giving him like the cut, like stop. 
like, Iron Man's like, sit out. He's like, I'm not through. I'm not through. <laughs> I'm but that was amazing. Like, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was like such an overshare. It's like, we're not even looking for this. Yeah. Like, do you know where it is or not? And he just like goes <laughs> through the whole thing. It was awesome. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, then you get the, so it's also kind of funny too, because finally Black Widow's the one that realizes, she's like, hey, if we go to New York, half of them are in New York. Yeah, at one time, they're which, all there. It's yeah. a bit of a stretch, but whatever. That's what we're playing with. So Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, Ant-Man, Go to 2012 New York. Yes. And pretty good little tip of the cap, too, to the uh, comics. Remember when Captain America turned Hydra and everybody lost their minds in the actual Marvel comics? Yes. And then so for him to do, like, really cool how they did all these scenes. Like, going back to all of these movies Mm -hmm. and then having those events take place. But then, like, Cap dropping a Hail Hydra on him and then Cap also when he had his mirror match with himself, which I thought my least favorite scene in the movie, by the way, I didn't mind it when he was like, Bucky's alive. And he's like, wait, what? Cause like, that would be one thing to get him to stop. Cause at yeah. that point he didn't know that Bucky was alive. Yes. So I thought that was a cool little tie in. And so like the whole thing with like the cut, just show him the cut. I didn't like it because it just felt lame to me. Yeah. Like I, I would have, what would have been better is if he called in on the thing and he's like, I got, I spotted Loki. Cause he thinks it's Loki. Cause yeah, the yeah. only other person who could look like him. Yeah. And the other cap just running with it and oh. be like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like be like, Oh, and like convince him that he's Loki. Kind yeah. of, instead of like doing like the mirror match fight thing, like, because I could do this all day. He's like, yeah. yeah I know. He's like, I know, I know. Don't say that. Yeah. But then <laughs> yeah. The, the the line with that is America's ass. Like that's pretty uh, funny. That was America, a pretty funny line. America's ass is good. Yeah. Uh, Hulk is trying to get the time stone. And so he goes and talks to the ancient one. And I thought that was actually a pretty cool scene because yes. ancient, she, he's like, I'm here for Dr. Strange. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Five years early. Like just that kind of stuff is pretty cool. But like, it was great that like she explains. knew why he was there. Yeah, but she didn't know at first like what yeah. Strange had sacrificed, and that he had no he knows Strange. Yeah, like she just thought he was after the stone, so she's like, no, "By the way, happened." Let's uh, let's talk about the fact that they brought fucking Rumlow back. They brought Crossbones back. Where was Crossbones? He was in the elevator when, oh. like, they brought him back. Like, like the yeah. fact that they, that that level of detail, crazy. And they did the. You thought they were going to do the elevator fight again, like I in did. a different movie. I really thought they were going elevator fight. And, and then, then he, he leans in and then Amazing. he lands in and tells Rumble Hail Hydra. And he's like, all right. Like they, uh, you thought that was going to go down in the elevator again. And it didn't. Unbelievable. Cause it didn't happen there. Yeah. So cap gets the mind stone. Yeah. And now it's up to Iron Man and Ant-Man to get the space stone. Does not happen. Does not go down the did way they want. Happen. Cause they, because they made Hulk take the stairs. That's ultimately <laughs> why it didn't work. <laughs> and then what's interesting here, uh, Davey is, Loki gets it and then yes. disappears. And so Which, Loki, for those wondering, he's still alive. Now he's alive. He's he's alive on that timeline. So I don't know where yeah. he is, but 2012 Loki is gone and he has the stone. But that sets no. up his show. Exactly. Now that gives exactly. him a whole show because that's now in a different timeline. Right. And so now what yeah. they have to do is they need to go even further back in order to get the same stone because they missed their opportunity there. Yes. So they go back to 1970, Captain America and Iron Man do. And I got to give uh, Goo credit from our preview episode. Mm-hmm. Goo said they're going to be doing a ton of time travel. Correct. He Correct. said that Tony Stark and Howard Stark were going to have a long conversation. Correct. Goose Damas. Goose Damas nailed it. And by the yeah. way, there was a quick Stan Lee cameo here. <laughs> yeah. I 100% thought it was Mark Maron. You did look like Mark Maron. Because they like and he almost them, sounded and like him too. Yeah, because he had like one line and they de-aged him. I'm like, is that Mark yeah. Maron? Like, no, it's <laughs> Stanley. Yeah. 
but uh, so now Rocket and Thor. This is the scene we were just talking about before. So they go to Asgard, 2013, looking for the Reality Stone, and I actually really enjoyed the scene with Rene Russo coming up to Thor. And similar to the ancient one, she's like, oh, the future hasn't been good to you. And he's like, what, what do you mean? And she's like, I've been raised by witches. She's like, like, I, like, I know who you are. You're not yeah. going to surprise. Like, I get it. Like, I thought that was actually really cool. And then <laughs> Rocket going after Natalie Portman with the... Which I, I made the joke to you. I'm like, you know, how is how how do you convince Natalie Portman to like do be in this movie? And it's like, the probably used extra footage from the dark world that they didn't use before. Pro- probably, yeah. But she's like, my joke was like, well, I'm not getting out of bed for anything other uh, under five mil. And they're like, well, funny you should say that because that's literally all we need you to do. It's <laughs> like need you to get a film it. where you sit up and get out of bed and that's yeah. it. You that's know, it. and we don't even need to show Rocket putting that thing in your butt or whatever no. that, that thing was. That don't, to need get to. The, don't even need to show it. It's just him going into the room and him running out of the room. Yeah, because like, I was like, man, I thought she was done with these movies, but yeah, she probably probably was. Yeah. Ryan, how about 2014 Hawkeye? Black Widow, mm-hmm. go to Vormir, looking for the Soul Stone. <sighs> and my one thought was, wouldn't they know what... Because they knew that Thanos went there with Gamora and Gamora didn't make it back. So I guess they didn't know that it was a sacrifice. I don't think they did, though, because neither one of them was with... Neither no. one of them left Earth to know that who Gamora was. They didn't know who she was. No, but like Nebula had told them that, right? Because Nebula, yes. ha- she was there with them. So she knew that Gamora didn't make it out of there. But I guess she just didn't put the connection together. Like maybe he got the stone and then just killed her rather than right. like he needed to yeah. kill her to get they, the stone. Nobody knew. Yeah, okay. What, yeah, nobody so knew I'm, exactly what happened. So maybe it's somewhat convenient because if you sent any other duo there, there's not that love. Like you have to lose one that you love. Yeah. So... In that regard, it was. I still thought the scene was amazing. So you get the Red Skull again, yep. And then the two of them deciding and like literally fighting each other over who's going to go. Like that. That was really good. That was really good and a wonderful scene. Like his, I know Jeremy Renner was very vocal about the first Avengers and stuff. Like how he was dissatisfied with his character, but to have that's such a he's the one who gets the the soul stone like he's the one who becomes incredibly important to this whole thing which is great for that character and great for him i i think yeah no i thought that was that was pretty well done and then also in 2014 you go to morag nebula and war machine and basically Mm -hmm. it's the beginning of guardians one Mm -hmm. and they see peter quill they're going after the power stone uh they also so they do get the stone but then nebula is trapped in 2014 which leads to thanos getting her future memories and then you get the old switcheroo and again, Nebula becomes like without her, there is no movie. Like she is so yeah. important. Like, because you don't get that Thanos from 2014 into 2023. Yeah. And all that stuff. You know, so like that was that was all pretty crazy. I also loved seeing the Peter Quill scene of him dancing in it like out of the headphones. So like yes, you could see it, like singing. people watching him do it and yeah. singing like completely off key and like that was good. It was like completely silent. I thought that was and they're like, she's just this. This guy's just an idiot. Yes, right. <laughs> which he is. He's like, yes. you know, yeah. he is. Yeah. So then you get another emotional scene because they all come back from their missions with obviously with the exception of Black Widow and Hulk says, Clint, where's Nat? And, you know, he's yeah. distraught. And then it cuts to the five remaining original Avengers. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of mourning the loss. Thor's like in denial. He's like, we, we, we just get the stones. We just get the stones. So we're going to be fine. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. She's she's gone for real. Which, again, I think 
was important because you can't have one of the catchphrases of the movie be whatever it takes without have, having to, yeah. And have nobody die. Like you just can't. So, so that's the first real death of this movie. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, it's only going to get worse from here. Like it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Like there, like you knew somebody else or, or yeah. multiple people mm-hmm. were still going to go. The other thing is, so Hulk and Thor create a new gauntlet. And so that's another yes. one of those ones where you got to sort of let your again it's a superhero movie so your your level of uh, mm-hmm. whatever disbelief is is up pretty high but they were able to whip together a gauntlet pretty good and then Hulk is able to to use it which is and they cool. didn't need to go to Peter <laughs> Dinklage to get it <laughs> thank God because that would have eaten up another fifty minutes of the movie yeah. oh my God Him just, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so then you get uh, so past Nebula. With present Nebula, Nebula, who by the yep. way is 2023, is the present time now. So here's the thing: so like yeah. all the movies going, are all the movies now going to be set in the near future? They yeah. have to be, right? So far from Spider-Man: Far From Home has to be set in 2023. I would assume so. Yeah, yeah, I would assume. Yeah, um, but half the people there are going to be the same age they were in 2018. Right. Some yeah. are going to be older. Some right. are. Yeah. I, I did think it was good how Thanos kind of changed his goal because i wasn't i really wasn't sure if he was going to be the villain again mm-hmm. and it really it was it was him and it was old nebula but yeah. thanos really he kind of changed his goal because he was like obviously wiping out 50 percent didn't work if you guys are going to go and kill You're me just going to do this so yeah. now i'm just going to start over because that was also one of those things where so it's like 14 thanos got up to speed pretty quick to realize that hey what i wanted to do i did it yeah. And yet they killed me and they're trying to bring people back. Which is which is such a cool kind of a mind like, fuck too. Like right? a MacGuffin to have like that yeah. that nebula is the one that kind of um sets this whole thing up. And it's like him using present day nebula's memories from in 2014 nebula because their consciousness is yeah. linked. Because yes. of like um because <laughs> of the the you know because science. Um but <laughs> right. he can see he can see everything that happened through her eyes. So he knows who everybody is. He knows exactly what happened and what has happened the last five years. So I have a couple of questions. Yeah. So 2014 Thanos mm-hmm. ends up being the like the villain here towards the end. Yes. 2018 is when Infinity War happened. Yes. So in 2014, did Thanos really have that kind of army already ready to go, you think? Well, I think he was – remember, Loki was answering to him in the first Avengers – yeah. Loki actually goes and talks to him. And I think he was the one who like lent him, lent oh, him okay. his army. And he's yeah. like, it's saying but, like he can take care of it. And he would give him the stones. So here's a, another logistics question is the final like major fight scene, which we're about to talk about mm-hmm. that takes place in 2023. Yes. So how did Thanos's 2014 entire army show up there? Yeah. Ooh. And I got to watch this movie again. <laughs> I got to watch it again because that—that's a good question. Because I can um, understand with because the, they they stole some of the pin particles, so I can understand Nebula, Gamora, and Thanos oh yeah, getting he's got there. The, he's got those. And I know, but the ship goes through like the they. How do they figure out how to time travel? That's what I'm saying. It's like they yeah. were able to get that. And well, maybe, maybe actually, because Nebula. Oh, saw it. Yeah, you're right. So Nebula oh, yeah, they, knows how to do it. That's probably why they zoomed in on Nebula. There you go. Yeah. Like, we just solved it. Whatever she knows, they know. So now let's get to the big battle scene. So okay. the crazy battle scene. And at one point, it's just Captain America. 
And when he tightens his uh, tightens up his his shield, and he's like, yep. "Here we go!" And it's literally one versus like a million at this point. Yeah, that was fucking badass. That's badass. It was reminiscent of the Battle of the Bastards when all the 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 horses are running at Jon Snow, and you yeah. see him like take the sword out, and he's yeah. like, "All right, like, let's it's go. Game, it's game time." And then there's a line, and this line absolutely killed me. And I told you this last night off air, but I was like, "You have Sam Falcon come out over the radio." And he says, "Hey, Cap, on your left." Holy and if you remember, if you remember yes. from yes. Winter Soldier, <laughs> right. the very first thing that Captain America says to Sam is when they're running around the monument, and he yeah. says, "Hey, on your left." Yeah, hey, he on he your kept, left. He kept lapping him he like so many times. So, so that that was, and the, those are the things that were like, you know, and I, again, people had this huge problem with like uh, time travel and how it didn't make sense and blah blah blah. But like to me, like that's not that's not the thing. The no. thing was, it was this love letter to everything they've done up until this point and putting a bow on every single thing. And yeah. they fucking did it. And this battle scene, bringing everyone together, back together again from all different. So you had people from Wakanda. You had um, Asgardians fighting. Mm-hmm. You had like all these people from all these movies back. Oh, it was un- unbelievable. And like, yeah. like you said, you hear Falcon first. Then you see the portal open, and at that point, it's Chills City again. Yeah. Like, you're getting chills, and first walks out Black Panther, Okoye, Shuri. And you're like, yeah. You're like, 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 oh, yeah. my God. Then Falcon comes flying out. Mm-hmm. Then, like, Doctor Strange opens his own portal. And he's got all the wizards with him. All the wizards, like Wong, yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man swoops up, gets people going. You yeah. see Bucky. You actually see Korg. You see yes. Scarlet Witch. You see Wasp. You see uh, Pepper Potts, who's now in a suit. I believe they're rescue. rescue, rescue, right? Yep. Uh, Ant Man is Giant Man, and so they're all lined up. And then Captain America says, "Avengers assemble." I ruined pants that I wasn't even wearing. <laughs> I was like, "Can we get a mop and for the row in front of me and the row behind me?" Yeah, it came out both ends. It came out both ends. <laughs> You were it was like a like a sprinkler. You spit. <laughs> they actually paused the movie where I was. Like they said, yeah. they never do that. But they were like, just for everybody in here, we need to pause the movie because then. And you then, got everybody. Oh, and then they did that shot where they were like, and it's such a famous Marvel shot. Yes. Of like so, you, you're facing everybody, and then they start running, and they pan the camera so everyone's like running from left to right. Yeah. And you get everybody in one shot, and you're like. God damn it. Awesome. Awesome is right. Awesome. And then it ends up being like a a gauntlet hot potato. Like Black Panther's Mm -hmm. running with it. Like Spider-Man has it. Like they're all kind of running with it. Um, They're fighting Thor. And when Captain America got – when they're fighting Thanos, I mean. Mm -hmm. And when he is able to control the hammer. Yeah. Again, (laughs) I didn't have any fluids left in me, but they were all gone again. Oh, and it was awesome. So – Mjolnir is how you say that. The name yep. of the Mjolnir, Mjolnir yeah. is how you say that. Yeah. Um, I was listening to not to shout them out too much, but I was listening. I was giving Mac and Goo a hard time because they pronounced Mjolnir <laughs> six different ways in like five minutes. Well, they one of them kept, had to be right. One of them had to be right. It just keeps throwing um, it out there. But then what was awesome too is when Thor, he's like, "No, you take the little one. Like I got this one. Yeah, you take yeah, the little yeah, yeah, one." Yeah. But he's dual wielding it and like throwing one and hitting him with like that was so cool. Awesome. Yeah, but also, remember, like that's a callback to was it uh, Ultron when they're trying yeah. to move it, and yes. then and he moved that it, moment, he moved, he moved it, it a little bit, and Thor and was so, like, oh, oh, oh. and so people thought that him coming clean in Civil War about Tony's dad and like clearing oh, his conscience be. of that, that which that's what made him worthy. So again, it's a callback to another movie. Always, always, you know. So that was incredible. 
I liked the, uh, Scarlet Witch squaring off with Thanos. She yeah. got some good blows in. Obviously, didn't take him in a good line. He's like, I don't even know who you are. And he's like, yeah. she's like, you will. You will. <laughs> you know, yeah. that was a you great line. Um, yeah. What'd you think of the all female scene? It was awesome. I think, I think yeah. for, um, they've done a better job than anybody of making sure that they do things the right way. And not so much that it's like hit you over the head, but just a nice little tip of the cap to like the filmmakers and everybody involved, just really hammering home the importance of like representation. You know, yeah, um, and it, it let's face it, it took them a while. It took them a while, but they you were know, like Black Widow was in the Avengers, but she never got a standalone movie. And then we didn't get a woman's name in the title until the Wasp, and it was sort of an and. And then yeah. finally, like the the twenty first movie was Captain Marvel. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you realize, like, wait a minute, we have a whole bunch of women here, mm-hmm. and it seemed like to me, I don't want to say they shoehorned it in, but it was like we have a lot of things we need to do in three hours, and so there was like these little like one-offs of like Spider-Man and Iron Man, you guys need to talk real quick. And then we need like you two to talk real quick. And then we need like, Oh, here's going to be a cool shot. And then like, keep going. Like, yeah. So like the other one I, I, that springs to mind too, is like uh, Quill, like Star Lord and Gamora coming face to face again. And then be like, okay. And she like kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. There's a funny line. And then they move on, you know? So it's like, um, and there's that little scene at the end where he's searching for her and she could be gone. Yeah, so we'll get happened, to yeah. we'll get to mm-hmm. where she's going to be coming up. So, also uh, towards the end of the movie, Iron Man, of course, uses the gauntlet. He dies right before that, though. Another uh, emotional scene. Pepper goes oh. up. She drops a Tony. We're going to be okay. You can rest now. And that was a line. So she said to him at the beginning of the movie, she's like, "He's like, I can throw this thing at the bottom of the lake. We can go to bed and go to sleep." And she yeah. said, "But you won't nah. rest, right? Like exactly. But will you rest? And oh, <laughs> like oh, like." Uh, it just like little scenes like that that just like and for, for as much shit as people give Gwyneth Paltrow in her personal life like yeah, she's not, been a great she's been a great addition to this pots. cast and she's, she's a, a pepper great pots. pepper pots you know so um that which kind of grounded tony and you know yeah. stuff like that but then you get the funeral scene of course and uh, you see everybody like every everybody now no gamora we'll talk about that but they're yeah. all grouped up you know, even Nick Fury's there. Like every everybody is there for. And the one I loved, that. I had to ask you guys to make sure because I'm like, I think that's that kid. Yes. There's a kid standing by himself, and it's been eight years since we've seen seven years since we've seen Iron that Man kid. three. Yeah, same the kid. kid same Harley, actor. Harley from Iron Man three. He looks way different now, but it's the same kid. Though. But it's the same kid. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, which was it? And that was the best. I think that was the best part of three Iron Man three was his interaction with that kid. Oh, the kid annoyed the shit out of me. I, I thought it was great. Um, but um, <laughs> oh, <you're wrong. laughs> well, that oh, well, that movie was kind of trash. I hated than, that movie. I so hated I, it, but, but at least like, but no, no, that, I've, that I have no problem with it. Yeah, yeah and it did, and, it, and it, it, it explained Iron Man and all like the PTSD that he was facing, really, like after right. Avengers and everything. And I think, um, I think what this boils down to is this is like becomes a because people, you know, motherfuck the whole time travel thing and it doesn't make any sense and blah blah blah, but like this, all of this is just a morality play. With yeah. like Tony Stark as the head, well, with like this character yeah, coming right. to this realization that like you need to, and I think his father says in this we kind of glazed over it, but this this important conversation that he has with his father, and, and his father talks about how he doesn't really do anything that doesn't benefit him. He doesn't do anything uh-huh. that doesn't benefit him. Right. And Tony coming to that realization that like I'm not going to try to save my own ass at this point. You know, it has to be right. me. You know, I'm Iron Man, and that's the last thing he says is I'm Iron Man. Yeah, you know? it is pretty so. crazy. And like 
Iron Man and Captain America, these are the guys. Like it's this mm-hmm. movie is essentially Iron Man five or five and a half. Right. Yeah. And like Captain America four, four, you know, yeah. They they have been the main two. I mean, hell, Civil War was about these two. Yes. And they each had their own movies. And this was in this movie, you finally see because even at the beginning, they were still at odds. Like they were still mad. They were still holding on to shit. Yeah. And they finally kind of had like a role reversal, right? Where like Captain America goes back and like lives his life. And he like kind of yeah. like lives it almost like Iron Man would. And then Iron Man kind of get gets what Captain America would do. Like he would sacrifice himself for yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Now, again, if you're looking at like the logistics of all this, I find it hard to believe that Captain America could go back in time um, put all the stones back and then live a life in that timeline and then show up at that exact moment on that exact or, page. or so the last thing he gives is the time stone, right? That would be the last, if that were to happen, he would have to have kept the time stone. Right? Okay. Yeah. So here's what you do. He goes back to like 1945, right? And gets married to Peggy Carter and all that stuff. Yeah. Cause remember Hulk says like, like how long is this going to take? And he's like, it could take him however long it takes him. But for us, it's going to be five seconds. Right. So he lived, in, but he lived is, and he returned the time stone in like 2014. But is he, he still, was he ever Captain America? Yeah. So he was Captain okay. America probably that entire time. I don't get it. Because like, then how old is he now? He's going to be like in his 80s or 90s. Like but 90s. He was in like World War II. And this is, yeah. he's, it's now 2023. But you remember, he doesn't age like everybody else ages. No, that's true. And so, but he was pretty and, old looking. And the other thing, too, is like he could have held on to the times as long as he brought it back to 2014. Yeah. So he could have lived his entire life and given it back in 2014 and everything's fine. It's, it, that's a mind fuck. And, and, and then also, so, yeah. All right, well, I got, I got a bunch of questions here. We'll get to <laughs> yeah. you. So, yeah, Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye, they're in mourning. Spider Man's now back at school. And this one's kind of confusing. So he's back at school. Ned is back at school. That would have to mean that Ned also got snapped away. Would have to, yeah, because they're both because all the other high kids, school. All the other kids would have graduated by now. Right. All right. So that's kind of confusing. So all the kids in that high school are all kids who got snapped. Yeah. <laughs> or they're like, yeah. Or they or were they're kids, with like yo- they're younger. And they, they were like right. They were in like fifth grade that didn't right. get snapped. Right. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp are together with Ant Man's daughter Cassie. So that's nice. And um, that was an awesome scene when he knocked on the door or like rang the doorbell. That was really answered. good. That was an that was awesome good. scene. That was really I'm good. sad. I'm sad that the actress who played cassie and Ant, the first she was so Ant-Man. cute yeah. she's unbelievable yeah. and she's unbelievable she wasn't able to be old enough to be in that movie but what do you think about falcon now being the new captain america so i it, it would have had to have been either him or bucky right um and i think it's a better choice i like it with falcon i like it with falcon although i thought falcon was a pretty cool like character on his own but right. captain america's cooler but both of those characters both bucky and sam mm-hmm. um have in the comics they have been captain america so right. it, I think, and I think Sam no, that is the cool. longest, so it's it's a good choice. Uh, let's see, Valkyrie is now leading the Asgardians, the new Asgardians. Yeah, no surprise. And then yeah. I, lo- I love how uh, Thor is joined up with the Guardians, and it's the Asgardians of the galaxy, which actually is a comic run. That's a good stuff. And, and so uh, I say, make that movie and let Gunn and Waititi just like let them loose and just do whatever they want. I think so um, because the, there's characters from Thor in that comic. So uh destroy the destroyer which you saw on th- the original okay. floor. He's yep. one of the Asgardians of the galaxy. Awesome. Uh Scourge played by Kyle Ibn. Oh yeah, Kyle Ibn is an, is an Asgardian of the galaxy and the character uh Thunderstrike 
okay. which is like a, like a little Thor. Oh yeah, yeah. So you yeah. could just make that Thor and just have the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Like that, that would could, be pretty sweet. That could work. Yeah, Ryan, that is that is the movie. So I have a bunch of other things here. So yep. the characters who are like officially dead, dead. Yes, Iron Man, Black Widow, Vision. Who didn't even really hit on no Scarlet Witch, yeah. Scar, which was pissed about that, and then Thanos. Right, like those four are for sure gone. Yes. Um, is there any if Cap puts all of the stones back where they took them from? Mm-hmm. Is there anything stopping somebody else coming along and doing what Thanos did? No. I mean, you gotta obviously be somebody like Thanos or now, pull it off. But back in this timeline, now the stones still exist. Yeah, so they're still out there somewhere. Yeah, you know. Oof. So here's some of the. I don't even know if these are nitpicks or questions. Again, we both gave it rock hard six. So uh-huh. it's just you know we like to pick it apart a little bit here. A couple of things I think could be at stake here with Gamora. Yes. So. 2018 Gamora is dead. So mm-hmm. the Gamora who experienced Guardians 1 and 2, dead. That Gamora yeah. is not coming back. Mm-hmm. The Gamora from the very beginning of Guardians 1, who hadn't met Peter Quill yet, that one I think is alive. Now, maybe she got snapped away. She, I think she might have got snapped away. Because it might have been like she was on the bad side. She would have had to have because... But I don't think so because she... Nebula had sort of convinced her otherwise. Like, ne- I think Nebula convinced her that, hey, like, let's help this side. So I think she was good. I just think she's like, I don't know these people. So I think she's somewhere in the world. But, 2014 Gamora is in 2023 somewhere. But the whole thing with, um, like, her, like, the reason Black Widow can't come back is because of how she died. And Gamora died the same way. So no, but that but that was one Gamora though. That was twenty eighteen Gamora. I think the this Gamora got snapped. I think she's she's gone. Okay, agree to disagree. Because she well because she she hasn't turned good yet. Yeah, but twenty fourteen. No, she kind of did though. She kind of did because right because Nebula, Nebula yeah. did like remember and they killed old Nebula so new Nebula yeah. was sort of like vouching for Gamora and that's why you got the scene where she ki- or Peter Quill kisses her and she kicks him in the nuts. So is the since there's a Star Trek called the search for spock is it star trek 3 the movie yeah. the search for spock does guardians 3 become the search for gamora that's what it feels like to me yes that's now, somehow you're going to bring adam warlock into that too yeah somehow. that yeah 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 that i think could work so maybe adam warlock's the one who figures out how to undo all that i don't know could be, could I, mean, be. I, I think she's around uh, another question i have if fat thor mm-hmm. 2023 thor goes back to 2013 and grabs the hammer mm-hmm. does that mean that the thor that was there doesn't have a hammer anymore uh someone ex- i read this on the internet someone explained because i would feel like he wouldn't have it no he wouldn't have it but like uh i forget what they said but like basically like he it's he went back at like oh fuck yeah all right like how it was explained but like it wasn't that good of an explanation but i can't it wasn't it wasn't good enough for me to remember let's put it that way all right, so the best parts to me were, in no particular order, Korg and Meek playing Fortnite. That was awesome, yep. The opening Hawkeye scene. Yes. The Captain America, it looks like he's going to take everybody on, and then Falcon jumps in his ear. Yep. When Cap gets control of the hammer, mm-hmm. uh, Ronan, anything with Ronan. Yep. When uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow, that whole scene on Vormir is good. Oh, I also like, before they take the ship... Hawkeye was going to take a uh, rocket ship and he says to him, he's like, promise me you'll bring this back. And Hawkeye goes, yeah, yeah, I'll do the best I can. And Rocket goes, as far as promises go, that was pretty lame. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
Uh, and then, you know, Captain America has America's ass. Those were I think, some of the best. Yeah. I mean, like you time. said, the last battle scene was amazing. Um, I thought that was everybody was in it, which mm-hmm. is, which is incredible. Uh, seeing the old characters in new scenes, like, like Rumlow and like seeing Quill from the back when he's doing that whole dance routine. That was really um, cool. It may, and, and somehow making even the most, the seemingly in, insignificant interactions and details of movies important. Yeah, um, so now you. all of the, like tying that, that to me, you want to see all the movies is the, again. is success is the success of this movie. Yeah. Um, fuck the whole thing. Like if you have a problem with like how time travels works, like again, this, and I know what's going to come back and bite me. Movie, what's going to come back and bite me is like you is Jurassic Jurassic world fallen kingdom is going to forever be Sweet the monkey action. on my back because I'm like, how the fuck do you do this? And they're like, it's a movie about dinosaurs, Ryan. Like it's a right. movie about dinosaurs who come back to life. Like, but like this is this is not time travel is not the point of this movie the point of this movie is the morality play of tony stark and steve rogers and sending them off the right way and in order to do that you need to tie up all of these things which you did but Um, you know what i'm shocked about like what they what they allowed to happen and i I actually like this more than what i thought was going to happen is that all the people who are alive right now remember losing half the population right because they said in one point like don't change it like when they were when hulk did yeah. his snap they're like yeah, don't, don't change on, anything don't, don't bet on sports yeah and they're, <laughs> no but they said don't change anything from the past five years just bring everyone back yeah like don't so go back they, and erase so it they know and i think what'll be interesting yeah. and i hope they get into it in spider-man far from home but is for those people that were turned to ash, what was that experience like? And even if it only felt like it was five hours, what were you doing for five and, hours? And Spider-Man, well, Peter Parker says that he's like, I, I blacked out, and then I, and then you left, and then Doctor Strange woke me up and told me we had to go. Yeah. So like they don't remember, they don't, they just remember blacking out. Crazy. Which is just which is kind of cool. And that, again, that's a little throwaway line, but yep. it explains so much. It does, and that's know? why I want to watch it again because I'm sure there's a lot of lines that sort of help. Yeah. With mm-hmm. all that, who would you say is the MVP? Like you've always made the point, these are like All Star games. So who would yep. the All Star game MVP be, or even some of the other ones that were close? So top five characters I, I had in order: uh, Tony Stark, yep, Captain America, yeah, Professor Hulk. Oh, interesting. Ant Man, he was great. Fat Thor, personal That's MVP. I, I love hard Fat Thor <laughs> is great. Yeah. I want Captain America one. I want Captain right. America number one. I guess I'd have to go Iron Man then two. Mm-hmm. Thor, Fat Thor, I'm with you. Thor three. Believe it or not, I've never been a huge fan. Hawkeye. I'm going Hawkeye four. The Hawkeye scenes and the Ronin scenes. Yeah. That, and the very beginning of the movie. Like I got him four. And then this is cheating, but you could have a pretty good tie for five. Like Black Widow. This might have been the best yeah. Black Widow she was, we've ever And she seen. was holding them all together the she entire was, time. She was incredible. Yeah. And then, let's face it, Nebula and Ant-Man, as far as the non-original Avengers were concerned, were super important. Like, yeah. they were they were awesome. And the one person who I think we... I, if you gave an LVP... Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily this character's fault, but I needed more Captain Marvel in this movie than I got. Yeah, right, because all the the ones that got snapped away, you sort of give a pass to. Like, yeah. unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of good Drax. I, th- I thought Rocket was a little underused. Like, yeah. he's so good, and, like, he still had a few lines. Also, that, that scene when Rocket was sitting there and he was holding, was it Nebula's hand, like, outside? Yeah. Like, 
they do a good job of making even that like a it's a fucking raccoon and you're like getting yeah. kind of choked up what was that line they were like i've been talking to a raccoon this entire no, I, you I got get, i don't believe I it emails yeah. from a raccoon like nothing's nothing <laughs> yeah now uh believe it or not no daredevil oh believe it or, yeah no yeah, kingpin I'll, I'll get i'll get off of that where I was, was gonna, luke cage i wanted to start the the thing being like the final battle i swear i saw iron fist but oh no, if we started that rumor like that would have been <laughs> awesome if we we're like if you look really closely you can yeah. see iron fist jessica or, jones is out there or no even better you can see colleen uh, colleen <laughs> wing like the, like she's the back there yeah <laughs> if you look at the all women shot yeah. like there's a little speck in the back and that's colleen wing and we had sort of kicked around whether or not they would try to introduce a reference like the X-Men or the Fantastic Four or anything. They didn't, and that's really for the best. Like, they didn't need to. This is its well, own story, I think. Yeah, I think that's coming. And I, um, no, it will. I, I, it will. I know exactly when it's going to happen. But All right, so what's next for the MCU? Uh, mm-hmm. Spider-Man Far From Home comes out July 2nd, and that will be the official end of Phase 3, also yes. known... All three phases are known as the Infinity Saga. Yes, and I'm told... Uh, by a reputable source that this mm. is the last movie that will have the word Avengers in it. How about or that? the Avengers? There could be about new Avengers. Ah, I got another thing in the, say the okay. next thing on the, on the, on the outline. All right. So uh, the only other movie, and I know we've heard rumors about uh, Dr. Strange two, black Panther mm-hmm. two guardians, three, all these ones. The only other one that is f- officially on there, like the, like the Wikipedia, like in development after yep. Spider-Man far from home is Shang Chi. Which, and I, I was glad, I'm glad you brought this up because with the new Captain America, so there was a set of people called the Secret Avengers. Yes. And Shang-Chi is one of them. Yes, there's a like, Kung Fu master, right? Right. So yeah. in this group, it's run by, and it's run by Captain America, which could be Falcon. You have Black Widow, Beast, Ooh. Valkyrie, Agent 13, which is Sharon Carter. Yep. War Machine. Okay. Ant-Man. Well, the, the, Nova. Oh, I like Nova. And Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yep. So oh. those are all the secret Avengers. So you actually set this up with I'll Shang-Chi. Pair of pants if they get Moon we, Knight. They, yeah. So if, if Shang-Chi's involved now, now we can like start that. the secret Avengers. Yeah. And so that's, there you go. Now there's also uh, the Disney Plus series that have been mm-hmm. announced. Uh, that is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which they could probably change it to Captain America and the Winter Soldier now. They could, yeah. Uh, Wanda Vision, which I don't know how they're going to pull off this Wanda Vision do show without Vision. There's also going to be a Loki show, which we already talked about. He's still around doing something. Yep. He's alive, and Hawkeye, which is late, which is going to be Kate Bishop, which yeah. is and but Jeremy Renner is going to be in it. Cool. So I think he hangs him up after this as Hawkeye. <sighs> Um, now what do we do? So we've, the other thing that I was going to bring up too, is like this black widow standalone movie has been in development for a long time. Prequel. It's a prequel. No, or that'd be my guess. Or is there a new black widow? And ooh, could be a new black widow. And by the way, it's comic books. So nobody's ever really dead. No one's ever really dead. <laughs> as we found out from star Wars, from sci-fi and they from bring them all books. back. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, we'll give away a few more tickets. If you guys want to go see this again, we'll probably just do it on Twitter at some point. So follow along at dork podcast, Ryan, do you have any other thoughts on Avengers Endgame? which by the way, we probably will do more podcasts yeah. on this, but do you have any more uh, thoughts for today? I do, but we don't have time. Okay. I have so many more thoughts and feelings about this movie. I just don't have time. So next week, we are for sure going to do Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 4. We'll stream Mm -hmm. that live immediately after the episode on YouTube with me, Davey, and Shime Time Bay Bay. 
We might do an end game follow up next week, or maybe we'll just even wait till Thrones is over. But we'll we'll certainly get to it at some yeah. point. I need to see it again. I need to see sure. it again too. Yeah. You can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. Let us know, guys. I already opened it up, and a bunch of you have emailed us, which is great. Dorkpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet us, you can DM us if you don't want to spoil it for anybody at Dork Podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, the ratings and the reviews are all great as well on iTunes. Yep. Uh, Dave, where can the people get after you? Uh, at Arvon D on any and all social media. It's just come, you know, if you got any questions or well, people have been great about reaching out. Um, I've been a lot of a lot of people sliding into my DMs and talk about Endgame and stuff, nice. which is which is fine. Nothing inappropriate, yeah. which is no, which lovely. Keep it clean, would you? Keep it clean. Um, and uh, yeah, people have been very positive with us recently, which is nice. Yeah, it's nice to talk this out too. I think. Yeah, you know, talk out the Endgame. Mm-hmm. Talk out uh, Game of Thrones. And we do respond. I know I do. I yeah. we, we huh. do respond to uh, uh, to these things. So feel free to reach out. I say in, in lieu of the uh, pick of the podcast this week, just. Uh, there's 22 MCU movies you can watch. So yeah, man. go give those a go. I am fascinated by Far From Home. Maybe we'll even do like a what yeah, to expect from that movie going forward. And I think someone said it's, uh, I forget who, the director. Was it Mark Webb? No, no, Mark Webb. Um, John, yeah. I forget the, the name of the director. was like yeah, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. the tone of this movie is that, you know, Peter Parker just wants to be back and being a kid again. And they're like, no, dude, like you, we need you to. Like you're not yeah. a kid, yeah. You no, need to step sorry. up and you need to kind of take the reins here. Sorry, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta get going here. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. excited for that one, but we could always take a, take a real breath. So again, let us know. Uh, I, I think it would be a good idea to do like a whole email episode just on Endgame. I think that'll be a lot of fun, or email yeah. and tweets and stuff like that. So yeah, we already have some. So yeah, oh, we got, we got a bunch. But yeah. go ahead and get them in there, and we'll do it at some point. So sure. uh, anything to sign off with Ryan? No, uh, just a wonderful. And and I think with game of Thrones wrapping up in this, it's been fun uh, doing this podcast with you. Uh, We might have to just pack, just pack it in. We're done. This could be the last one. Yeah. Well then let the the last words uh, of the podcast of all time be Ryan. I love you. 3000. Oh, you fuck. Killed me.